aquí está la primera proyección, vamos a ver si llega el cabecita, la pelota, mete el acelerador, vamos a ver a Jonathan, arriba y se libra del primero, Jonathan va a ingresar al área, aquí está Rodríguez, levanta la pelota, la deja así, la media vuelta de Santi que decide retrasar, gol de la máquina. Hi, welcome to another episode of Cruz Azul Analysis. I am your host, Jesse, and I'm alongside Ivan. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back at it. <laughs> and I'm also alongside Eli, also known as Lo Mejor de Cruz Azul. What's popping, guys? Buenas noches. All right, so we're here to talk about uh, Friday night's game versus Necaxa. We win uh, two goals to zero. What a way to like uh, get ourselves going with our third win in a row. Uh, before we we go ahead and talk a little bit more about the team, let me just give you guys a little breakdown of how we lined up that game. So we played with uh, Chuy Corona at goal. We had uh, Shaggy Martinez at right back. Uh, Juan Escobar and Cata Dominguez as our center backs. We had um, Aldrete playing left back. And then we had uh, Luis Romo, Rafael Vaca as our uh, middles. We also had uh, Orbelin and Alvarado on the wings and Cabecita and Santi. What are you guys' thoughts on, on our lineup and our, our game? I personally think that Roberto Alvarado, he's he hasn't shown enough. Like it's time to get a better winger, dude. We we could do so much more damage if we had a more lethal winger. Um, Orbelin, we've obviously what seen what he could do. He could take two, three players. He's fast. He cuts in. Um, they've they've refused to to call like at least two penalties on him recently. You know, but he gets in there. Um, and Alvarado doesn't do any of that. You get me? I think he's a little more defensive. I see him always in the back, but I mean, the point is to score and Alvarado just isn't, he's not showing up up there, up at top. But apart from that, this was Luis Romo's game back, right? Or did he play the previous one? Yeah, he played versus uh, Gallos. Okay. So this is like his second game. The second game, okay. Yeah. He stood out more this game to me. Like, I think obviously he was perfect. Um, and again, I think uh, Shaggy Martinez is surprising me. Like, that dude's like up there in every play, you know. He's, I, I think like he really shut my mouth because I remember when we start first started using him, I thought he was a little too slow. Um, and now I'm just like, bro, like he adds a lot to our attack. And on the other side of the spectrum, I think Santi Jimenez, besides his little wannabe assist to Romo, like he's not, he's not doing enough, man. We need, we need a different striker, man. Those are my opinions. 
I agree for the most part with Ivan. Uh, Shaggy, he's certainly shooting me up. I didn't see him as a, a starting player like at all. He's slow. He's not really like the creative type of player, the playmaker, or the set, the crosser, or any of that stuff. But he's been, he's been, he's really been trying, and I've, he's looked pretty good, honestly. Recent, like he's looked really good. He hasn't really been messing up. Uh, he, I've noticed him more than Aldrete for sure. Uh, Aldrete to me, he get, he's. How do I say this? He's more defensive, he's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's average, though. He's defensive, but it's average. It's like Gata almost. Like, he just does the bare minimum. Uh, Romo, Romo was really good. Uh, he gave the long ball to a Cabecita from half field, and he still ran up and scored from the uh, Santi assist. And with Santi, dude, I don't know, man. He's, just, he's way off. He's really off. Uh, it might be time for him to see some minutes off the bench because he's not... I don't know, man. You expect him to score a lot more, or to at least have more uh, chances up top. But He did have the one media vuelta that the goalie blocked, but aside from that, he hasn't really been showing up. And Alvarado, I agree. Uh, he just doesn't... He's not connecting with the dudes up front, especially with Santi. Uh, Orbelin should have had a goal and an assist yesterday for that for that game, but uh, you know, Cabecita missed the open net. I think the ball hit him in the shin, and it went wide. Yeah, it bounced weird on him. It bounced yeah. weird on him. Uh, and the goal, Baca, Baca's Baca. He had to you know interfere, and drop the dude for like <laughs> no reason. That was, should have been the Blaine's goal. He should have had an assist. And overall, we should have won by more. But we got the win. But I wish we could have scored at least like one more. Just to go against Tigres, who just to go up against Tigres with like the most confidence we can have. And with the subs, uh, Montoya and Paul, I'm really like hopeful with them. Like they came in with new energy. Uh, they were participating. They were running all the way back and getting the ball out still taking the ball back and for what little they did like I'm I'm hopeful with them I want to think they'll be an important part of uh, Reynoso's uh, tactics going into the future and yeah that's it yeah so pretty much um, we started off with that early goal at minute two uh, long ball well Rafael Baca, he gets the ball in the middle of the field, hands it over to uh, Luis Romo, who whips a long, long, long ball to make uh, Cabecita hit the run. And an extraordinary play like that, he just pretty much swings it. And it, it kind of reminded me of Chelito a little bit. I don't know if you guys remember when Chelito would play, like the, his being on the sideline and playing by the line. It gave me like that Chelito vibe. But... um. He gets uh, Santi Jimenez the rebound, and uh, you guys have to be impressed with the run. How, when have you guys ever seen a player like finish his own play? You know, like that's it's incredible the the effort that Luis Romo put in to uh, finish that goal. And then and, and for Cabecita too, he could have just like yeah, he could have been selfish on that one. 
He could have been yeah, selfish they, on that. Right. Yeah. Or he could have just like controlled the ball wrong and the ball would have just went out. Mm-hmm. You know. He could have gave up on that because I even thought I gave up on the play. I thought it was going out, dude. I hadn't even turned around. Like you get me because we had like a family get together shit, and I'm watching the play. And I'm like, ah, you know, this shit, the ball, the ball crossed the line. I'm turned around, and then next thing you know, I look and I'm like, wait, what the fuck's happening? So yeah, I applaud Cabecita for that for that effort. It was super extra. It caught me really off guard because he had his back to the defender, and I was like, oh, he's probably just gonna like kick it off of him. But then like, I, I zone out for like half a second, and then he's already like past them and I'm like wait what what did, what did just happened because you're not used to seeing Krasuk players do something like crazy like that you know that's something you'd see like in FIFA and like that's it like no like like I was saying on Twitter like the goal especially from from that because every single part of that goal is not something that you see every day in soccer from that pass that accurate that long pass boom that's already you know a point then that you know that that little, you know, picándolo over the fucking sliding defender, you know, that's also a badass play. That's two. And then the goal itself, like a long, long range shot, you know, like all three, all three parts were just kind of like, bro, you don't see this every day. You get me? Um, from the pass to, to the juke to the goal. I, I think if it would have been, you know, any other team, you know, they would have been talking about this goal the whole week. On a bad day, uh, it would have hit a defender, or it would have gone wide, or over the net. You know, but you know things things are happening. Things are going good so far. Things are looking better, which is really good compared to the first two games and against Pachuca. Uh, do you guys think we can get the win against Tigres? Yeah, most definitely. I think that no matter what result Tigres gets in their match versus uh, Bayern Munich. Cruz Azul is Cruz Azul, you know, and in reality, like, we have, what is it, like, the second most expensive squad in the whole league. Like, Cruz Azul has everything to become a, a firm contender for the title, you know. Now that we have this momentum with uh, Juan Reynoso, I think um, we'll, we'll, we'll grasp at least a 1 or a 2-0 win at Tigres. Because we're playing over there, but Cruz Azul has been firm. Ever since Caixinha was able to, like, get us to win in Monterrey, we've become uh, more accustomed to win there than lose. Because we had, like, what was it? Like, almost like a 10-year drought there that we weren't able to win. So I don't know. Like, um, I, I think that whatever happens with Tigres and Bayern is going to affect because imagine if they win, bro, like they're going to come back and they're going to fucking, everything else is going to seem like cake to them. They're going to play like with all the confidence in the world. You get me? And then it'd be, it'd be some shit though. If they were to win and then come back and lose to Cruz Azul, then that's going to toss the question up. Like, so what's Tigres real level? What what Bayern Munich's did they play? Or is Cruz Azul better than Bayern Munich? You get me? Like all types of shit people are gonna be asking. Um but with what's going on with Cruz Azul, and I was talking about it with uh with my um brother-in-law yesterday. He's not into soccer. We were watching the Super Bowl, and then 
once it was done, you know, I was like, God damn, you know, like I want to fucking, I want to see my team, my team win, win a championship one day like that. And he goes like, man, he goes like your team's like the fucking Raiders dude, huh? Like you guys don't ever win shit. I'm like, no, it's not like the Raiders because the Raiders have a huge fan base. Yes. But they all, they're never in the run for it. And the difference with Cruz Azul is that every year, there, our hopes are actually up because we have everything that it should, it would normally take any team to win this league. And for whatever odd reasons, for whatever crazy stars lining up, it never happens. But we have the potential. It's not like we're Atlas, it's not like we're Puebla. Like every year, we show that we're a serious team. And I mean, it's the same fucking story. I remember something Pelai said when he had first joined Cruz Azul mm-hmm. that he needed to get the team at a level where we're consistently fighting at the top, you know, playing finals and stuff. And one thing that stuck with me is that he said, just out of sheer like law of probability, we're going to win one eventually. Like, <laughs> just like by the numbers, like we have to win one eventually. <laughs> we just can't keep losing, you know? And How many have we lost? Eight. Are we gonna count six, six in a row, bro? <laughs> God damn, bro. Yeah, but that's just the league. Seven? Not, no, that's that's just the league, though. Not not including the the other. Not including everything. Else. Uh, well, yeah. well, we know that the league is the most important to yeah. us right now. Mm-hmm. So we, we can win the Coca Cola, and no one's gonna care. Well, I mean, it's true. Like nobody, yeah. nobody. Nobody gives Cruz Azul, nobody gives America, nobody gives Chivas the credit for CONCACAF. Uh, it's for these small clubs that are up and coming that they need this, you know? Like, if Cruz Azul would have won the last CONCACAF champions, like, it it's literally means nothing to us. Yeah, it gives us the recognition, obviously, what team doesn't want to be out there in Mundial de Clubes, but... I mean, let's be realistic, you know. Um, Cruz Azul's aspirations is the league. We can, win, we can win the Mundial de Clubes and they'll still be like, ooh, since the is going to win the Liga. Yeah, exactly. And it sucks. Well, it depends like, who we win it. Who we win against. Like, if we were to win the... Like, let's say we would have... A hypothetical situation. We, we would go to the Mundial de Clubes and we got to the final, and the final would have been not against the European champion, but against this Brazilian Palmeiras, and we we obviously we win it. We were we we wouldn't get the credit because they say, "Oh, look who you guys played." You get me? It wouldn't matter about the tournament; it's just about who you play. Um, so I don't know. But the aspect of it that I see it right now, it's it goes like the same way as you say it, because. Most Mexican clubs in their first try when they would reach the semifinal, it'd always be the European team. Monterrey played Chelsea. Monterrey played Liverpool. America played Real Madrid. Cruz Azul played Real Madrid. I mean, like, how are we supposed to reach the final when first, first right off the bat, we're facing the best team in the world? And we can't deny that yeah. Real Madrid with Cristiano Ronaldo was not the best team in the oh, world. Yeah. And then... what? Tigres gets the opportunity to face a Copa Libertadores team who I, I, I was following Palmeiras throughout the Libertadores and they played shit. They won it by luck. That one game versus River Plate, they got lucky and that's it, you know? So Dude, We should have played against San Lorenzo 
2014. Exactly, exactly. dude. If dude, we would have played Sanlorenzo, Kata would have decked Katerusho, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what what was the case that this um tournament was different? Why didn't they face the European champion? Wasn't it a draw or something? Yeah, it's just random. It's just random. All of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, whatever. Tigres was gonna say easy, dude. Like the Concacaf, they had it like easy, easy, like nothing but Central American teams, no yeah, MLS teams. The whole pathway, yeah. Like even from the first round that they were in Concacaf champions, like they had it easy, you know. And fucking uh, Wed scoring that header, dude. That shit pissed me off to this day, dog. I was so happy. <laughs> oh if, my if, god! If, if Corona had done that, they would have marked a foul or something, dude. I know. Dude, most, that most why why is it so hard for us to find somebody that could carry the team on their shoulders when it matters the most, dog? Like Nawed and Gignac. Like, regardless of what I feel about Tigres, what my feelings towards Tigres actually stems from how their fans act on on online. It's not so much the team; it's the fans. That they're, they're really they have Cruz Azul's name in their mouth constantly. They're always. You know, so that's what really got me pissed off is the way they talk about Cruz Azul and because they're going through a good era. But um, we, how hard is it to find someone like Guignac or Nahue? Like, why is it so hard for us? But it's because, like, you have to see it in a way. Like, just because Guignac, like, screams at them doesn't mean that, like, in a way, he's, he's, um, like mentoring the team, you know, like Abisita yeah. could do the same shit, you know, and it, it's no it's the team that's I, built around them, you know, like it's it's all like a teamwork, you know, like it's all built in. I'm so, not talking about their attitude. I mean, like that they score in the most when the team need them the most. You get me? That's that's what I'm saying. It's like we don't have nobody who. I mean, I hate going back to the 4-0 against Pumas. Look at the team we have right now. It's basically the same team. How the fuck could we not come up with one goal? All we needed was one goal, dude. Do you get me? Like, nah, but like, we 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 know what happened that night, you know. And it's just circumstances, you know. Like, <laughs> we knew that, dude. Like, any anybody that knows that and has been watching like this game, like they knew that as soon as Pumas got the 3-0, they were gonna go push back. Because went. And they at least tried. Like, I'm not going to lie. They had, like, one chance. But they at least tried. But Pumas was parking the bus. And then they did what I, what I already had said. Like, dude, they were going to go at the 85th minute and just start, like, bombing them. Because they knew if they would have got the fourth goal, Cruz Azul would have scored that goal. If they would have scored it sooner. And that's that's undoubtable, you know? That's they play with the clock. I still... I still think that there's a lot of responsibility on on not having one player or that says hey, I'm gonna change the history. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. Nobody else is is pulling their weight. I'm gonna be the guy to fucking put us in the final. Nobody. Nobody had the capacity to do that, man. To me, it's still an attitude thing. Like you saw Piojo's face, Valado's face at three <laughs> zero. Like he was like, "What the fuck." And there was no one to push them, no one to push the team or anything. There's like the attitude wasn't there. Everyone was just down, you know. Yeah, because we lack leadership. That's that's one of the reasons. If you even bring in someone like Ignac or or uh, Nawel, like 
they're just gonna get clash. They're, they're gonna no, they're gonna clash with Corona and Gata because they're gonna be they're like opposites. They're not gonna be like you know letting them do their you know push everyone else. Corona's gonna be like like that's my job, you know. Like I don't know. I feel like there'd be. <laughs> I feel like Corona and Qatar are the, are the reason we have such a pirata attitude in those kinds of moments because they're not. But at the same time, you know, they're Billy people, you know? Like, like as soon as we get rid of them, that's when we'll really start seeing, like, the true Gustafsu. You know, like, we already spoke about this last episode about how, like, when we rolled out Conejo, we saw a totally different mentality in the team. So it's just so, taking the time to, like, getting rid of these players, you know? So you gotta, get, um, gotta get rid of the old ways, you know. Do you think it's um, it's fair for us to start thinking about like um, we might actually win it <laughs> this this season? Yeah, or, we, like, you most think... definitely. Like no matter like you, we could like blow like every fucking semifinal. Every we could lose every final, dude. Like there's no Cruz Azul fan that's. And this this goes for like the true Cruz Azul fans out there, you know, like not the ones that are like, oh, like, no, well, I just wear the shirt when it's like playoffs, you know, like this is like the fan that watches game in, game out, you know, like Cruz Azul, no matter what, like we have the most loyal fan base, you know, like fuck whatever other fans say, like we're the most loyal fan base. That's undoubtedly. No, I, I mean, I'm not saying that there's people who don't want to root for the team anymore. I just think, realistically speaking, do you actually believe it in your heart that yeah, they might actually definitely. win? We have. So, I'd, have I'd have. That that's what we had last time, bro. We were blowing through the fucking the the playoffs, and then. And that, and that's the thing about Cruz Azul. Like you, you see, like these blows, like these these ridiculous results and we still have a competitive team no matter what you know like we're never like well i mean from 2014 till 2017 we did have like a dark era which i hope like we never go back to none of that but undoubtedly like we have one of the best teams in the league and our aspiration is always to win it you know yeah no of course but like how how can you believe it until they blow the whistle and the final game you give me and we and we're winning and we won the title like i don't i've seen it all bro like i want them to win just as bad every every minute of my life I, i'm like i hope they win but like i won't believe it i will not believe it until we're we're in the final and the refs blowing the whistle and we fucking won it because Dude, I've seen it all. I've seen 30 seconds left, and <laughs> we fucked that up, bro. <laughs> I've seen a 4-0 lead get blown in one game against a, sh- a subpar team. That shit hurt. That shit was disappointing. It's crazy seeing on Twitter how people are so, like, they don't feel the same thing as they used to. They're still fans and everything, but they're not like, oh, like, well, like it's oh, because they're playing. Hurt. It's like, okay, whatever. Yeah, honestly. We just gotta rack up some more wins. If we beat Tigres, that'd be a big push forward, like momentum-wise and like anímicamente. Uh, like we just have to do it. That's the thing. Like 
that's one obstacle you gotta beat them then we move on to the next one and keep going keep going until the ref blows the whistle and we're champions and hopefully honestly hopefully the the coach uses this moment knows how to use this momentum to keep it going to get us more wins so that the first two losses are a thing in the past hopefully well now he doesn't have an excuse you know like now he has a complete squad he has a he has a good team he has players that are playing great right now. Uh, example, Paul and Walter, they came with with a fresh breath, a breath of fresh air. You know, like you saw Walter Montoya as soon as he came in, he was sprinting back and forth offensively and defensively. He even I don't know if you guys remember that play where he pretty much ran the line and he served the ball to Romo, and Romo almost practically scored that shit. But Paul he, almost scored too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude, like, I, I'd been following these players, you know? I told you guys, like, for a reason, like, I had faith in them. I had faith in Paul. I knew, I know, I know what Paul can bring to the team. Obviously, I I'm didn't not, get to I, see him play. Obviously, like, I'm not the coach, but I, I have, like, complete faith in Paul. I have complete faith in Walter. I mean, Walter was coached by, like, one of the best Argentinian coaches at the moment. So, I mean, if that's not a reason to be excited about this player, like, I don't know what, what's exciting, you know? And for me, if they could play in Boca and Gremio, then they should be able to play in Grosso, like, just fine. But, uh, you know, it all depends on the mentality. On if uh, Reynoso knows how to, you know, get the best out of them and, you know, not make them, like, dip in quality like Elias has recently. Hopefully, he knows how to maintain that rhythm and, you know, get that chemistry going and make sure, you know, that they know what they're doing tactically-wise, you know, so that we keep seeing these plays, they, they keep, you know, and all that stuff so we can keep getting wins. Uh, I still want to see Misael play, though, you know. But the more players we add to the squad, the, the harder that's going to be, especially with... Uh, the way we're ending games, yeah, I would hope we'd see more counterattacks so you can see Besailing, but I don't think they know souls like for that. We need to have like the Copa MX or some shit start well, soon, so we can. Well, Concacaf is starting, I think, April. So I mean, we'll we'll be able to give them time, you know. Yeah, that's April. that's about it. Maybe even Cipollini. No, I think Sepelina is not not even gonna be able to play anymore. I think they're they're just gonna pay him his money, but he's not gonna be like a part of the squad, you know. But why though? Like, it's is he just like that bad, or I don't like? Is it a discipline thing? Like, I don't understand well, how could, like teams can just like do that. Yeah, well, I mean, like, like you said last episode, you know, like money laundering, you know, like it's part of the business. Like they brought him as part of like a a business scheme, you know. So that's probably one of the reasons why Sepelini is like pretty much excluded from the squad. But I pretty much agree with like what Ivan was saying about Santi. Like Santi needs to step up his game. That assists, like yeah, like you you served them the ball and we give you like all the credit for it. But honestly, your job's to score goals. 
and I think uh, Brian Ancolo. I think I think our last two subs were like horrible. Bringing in Yotun and bringing in um, and Elias, like that really just killed our game. Because I think the first three subs, bringing in Pablo, bringing in Paul uh, and Walter, we did. I thought I thought like as soon as those guys came in, I thought the team was flying up and down the field. So. Well, what are you guys? It's unfortunate. I didn't get to see them play. I had a dip. I had a I had a soccer game, and so I only watched it till about the 60th minute or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I can't I can't weigh in on this. I saw a bunch of people saying good things about him on Twitter about Paul and Walter. Yet I went on YouTube to check out highlights, and they weren't part of the highlights. So I mean, that answers my question. I think people are just excited to have new players, but I don't think. I have to see him next. Hopefully, I get to see him play next time. Well, it's not even like highlight wise. Yeah, you're not gonna see the nutmeg someone, but um, disgust, disgust wise, yeah, they were putting in work. Like they were. I remember Montoya was like on at the corner, like taking the ball away and you know holding the ball and keeping the ball in our possession. You know, uh, keeping. Nikaksa from doing any damage because they didn't really do much offensively aside from who was it? Was it Danny Lopez? The header? Yeah, no, the yeah, other kid. Yeah. The, the, that one header? Yeah. The 16-year-old? Yeah, the 16-year-old. Yeah. Because yeah. it was that. The fuck? It was that and the two that Corona saved in the one play. At least that, that I can remember. Chivas I know they're up 3 1. Yeah, they're up 3 1. Fucking hate Chivas. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but yeah, nah, but uh, let's go back to this game. So, uh, pretty much, we also had uh, a goal from Juan Escobar, the 2 0. I think the 2 0, like I've said, we needed to get Aldrete, we needed to get Cabecita, we needed to get. Yoshimari Otun out of the the set pieces like those guys cannot shoot for shit <laughs> so getting Bielho in to sh- serve the corners I think that's that's been the biggest asset you know like on our set pieces getting those guys to uh let- hey, you know what you're you're right I I, I take my my uh, words back about Bielho he has been involved in like those center, those uh no, but that's that's set corner. pieces though. But I mean, like as the game fluids, like on the ground, like the guys hasn't done shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. You know, like I agree with what you're saying. The best thing he's been Still? doing is taking the corners, which isn't good when you're a winger. That's true, but well maybe he's he's lucky like that let's let him keep doing that as long as we keep getting goals and corner kicks fuck it so what do you guys what do you guys um what what would you guys think that the fan feels now that we're hyped up and everything is going great and we're actually excited to see this t- team play and boom, now we have to wait two weeks to see him play or a week and a half. I mean, I don't think yeah. we're like hyped up or anything. We're just I'm hyped a up, little bro. bit more optimistic. I know, I know, Ivan, I know you're not like hyped up or anything. You're just optimistic. I, I'm up. Opt- okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> I, I'm optimistic just because we have a bunch of players and 
so far it's been doing better and it can hopefully only get better uh we have a big old bench at our disposal we don't have to settle for just kata or kata for uh elias and caraglio anymore we have angulo we have paul montoya we still have misael uh and both of alexis both alexis yeah and oh yeah our new signing i forgot i completely forgot about that dude um I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic. At least if we're down, we have thing uh, people on the bench that can do something different, hopefully. And that's what I'm hopeful for. I'm optimistic and hopefully against the Eagles, we get really, really good 2-1 win against the subcampeones del mundo. <laughs> but... Yeah, but that, that's kind of how I felt when... Um... Last when we ended last season, I felt like we had a great bench, and I felt like okay, no matter what happens, if we if we needed to change it, if, if we're in fucking in deep trouble, like we have a bench, right? Siboldi could could we have players on the bench that could make a difference that could easily be a starter on other teams in the league. So I was like hoping like once we get in a tough spot, we would we would relieve ourselves with the bench and. Even with the bench that we had, we didn't. We couldn't fucking make one goal, dude. God uh, damn it! That's, that's because back then we couldn't. Even, we weren't even using them, you know. Like Elias had played in like weeks and put him in in a Concacaf semifinal or quarterfinal. Of course, he's not going to do anything. So it's it's different. Uh, what's it called mentalities at different stages. Like right now, since all the transfers are playing already. Like that'll just make them more useful later on down the road when we actually need them for important matches. Because before it was always the same subs, you know. So the other other players weren't getting any action. They weren't growing any confidence. So of course they weren't going to do anything when you just throw them in there at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully that Reynoso has a different plan. Um, Who knows? I could I could be totally wrong about it. Maybe the dude really like I'm excited because apart from the wins, it's it's not just the wins, dude. It's the way they're playing. Like they want to score more goals, and I I love that type of soccer, like offensive. Like I don't care if they score three goals on us as long as we make four, dude. Like I don't care about getting scored on. I just want to score goals and go for more, go for another, go for another. And that's what I've been seeing in these last games. So that's why I'm excited. Cause I'm like, bro, I don't, I'm not, hopefully we're not going to see a Cruz Azul that jumps on the field defending. You get me like, it looks like we're going to see a Cruz Azul that every, that's why I'm a big fan. I think I've said this, this same analogy before, like I'm a big fan of Canelo as opposed to like a lot of people hype up Mayweather. And yeah, he, he's obviously uh, a master of the sport, but he doesn't go in there trying to kill the, his opponent. He doesn't go in there trying to knock him out. He's, he's going in there to try to box him. And Canelo, er, since ever since I started watching him, every time he gets in the ring, he's trying to knock his opponent out. Like that's what he cares about. He couldn't do it against Mayweather. Mayweather's too slick. But I love that. I love the offensiveness. And that's what I want Cruz Azul to be, is someone who gets into into the pitch with, with, with the rival and wants to finish them, you get me? They just want to fucking trample them. And that's why I'm excited. And hopefully Reynoso having his, his, uh, 
you know, background, his Cruz Azul background, maybe that's what he wants to see as well. Maybe he really is in it for like, yo, I, I love this team. I want, I, I was at the top of the world with this team and I want to be at the top of the world with them again. Maybe you get me. I thought he was a cheap ass coach, cheap ass <laughs> option, but you know, maybe that's what it takes. We're gonna lose against Tigres Washington. We're gonna be like, man, so. Oh. Hey, but see, even if we lose, I there's hay maneras de perder, dude. Because there there's been a few, very few, but there's been very few games that Cruz Azul has lost. But because they they were too busy up front and in un contragolpe los mataron. You get me? Like we had no luck up top, but we were up there. And you know, you lose, but it doesn't it doesn't feel as bad because you know that you were trying to win the whole time, and. So, like, if we go out against Tigres and we're up there fucking bombing them and we just can't make it in, I will keep them all out or whatever. No tenemos puntería. And in contra golpes nos matan. Honestly, like, I don't care. Like, as long as we're trying to win and we're trying to score on them, I'm happy. Oh, I for sure, I for sure wouldn't be happy. But, you know, hopefully, no, hopefully it doesn't happen at all. Yeah, obviously we all want to win. Yeah, I, I I get you. I just want to see Aquino on his face. <laughs> face down, ass up. That's right. With Corona behind him. What? And then lately, like on Twitter, I've been seeing that um, there's like some Cruz Azul fans that are trying to pick uh, a rivalry with Tigres. Like, what, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, do we... Do we need another like rivalry? Like, isn't America, Pumas, and Chivas like enough? With that logic, we need one against Toluca, against Morelia. Oh wait, not Morelia. Like other teams, we've been in trouble with, but no, nah, it's just giving them too much credit uh, at this point. You know, that's because that's what they want. Honestly, I don't think many Cruz fans want that. Tigres fans would want that because they just want that protagonismo. You know, they want that spotlight that we generate. I think it's Tigres fans that um, want to want to take the center of attention. They they want to feel like you know that they're better, especially than than Cruz Azul, just because in recent years they've obviously um, been winning everything we haven't. And uh, it's just Cruz Azul fans trying to defend their team. You get me? When people start, as much as I could hate Cruz Azul today and say fuck them like these dudes never do shit for me if someone starts talking shit about them i'm like hold the fuck on that's my team bro like i i could talk shit about them but not you man especially not you that are going for someone like leon or tigres like like equipos like they might be good and and don't get me wrong they're they're strong teams in our league and i'm all for the the progression of soccer and they're doing a good job but even with all that, they're not they're not conquering fan bases. They're not taking over the country. They're not taking over even Mexico. They don't have fans in every corner of, of the country. And I, I personally, I've met like two Tigres fans in my life. And um, I've met a, couple, a bunch of Leon fans, but they're all from Guanajuato. Like, I mean, that's how you know it's un equipo de rancho. It's like they don't have fans that that aren't from there. Like, as a matter of fact, my family is from Guanajuato and we don't even fucking like Leon. You give me, we're Cruz Azul fans. And I, I bet you, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put this simply. 
Cruz Azul has more fans in Nuevo León than Tigres has in the Ciudad de Mexico. Cruz Azul has more fans in León than León has in the Ciudad de Mexico. Like, it's just nonsense. You, you guys, we went to the Supercopa MX. There was like fucking like one eighth Tigres fans. You get me? Like, obviously in Ecaxa, there was like two people. And <laughs> for Tigres, for Tigres and, and mind you, Tigres was the team of the decade. They came with Guignac. They came with, and they still couldn't pull nothing more than the, than the Porra. Like, they just don't have a fan base, dude. Like, as badass as they are, the same the, for Toluca. Toluca has more championships than us, and nobody ever talks about them, bro. Toluca could win the 11th championship this season, and the day after they win it, they're going to be talking about Cruz Azul on all the news outlets. You get me? Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't see Toluca trying to create a rivalry with us because they're still... Because they still got their own problems. You know, they, they're irrelevant, just like Leon outside of Mexico. None, neither of them like, are anything in CONCACAF Champions League to begin with. Leon was eliminated by LAFC. Uh, I mean, so were we, but, you know, at least we've won they the choked. CONCACAF. <laughs> Seven, right? Six, or six? Six. Six, six yeah. <laughs> No, nah, but yeah, like I could see, I could see the rivalry in a sense. Like, for example, we, I've established what's going on with them rising and us and everyone else wanting us to fall, and we're like we're bumping heads because we're defending ourselves. But also, we've had some pretty important games with them, you know, like the Leeds Cup finals, the 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 badass game in the NFP, like. Um, it, they've been good games the quarter the quarterfinals last season like we've matched up in important games so the rivalries there it's not just like uh oh we play them we play them once a season and we hate them let's no it's like we we're both teams that are contending for important places or important spots so we end up rubbing shoulders with them and we end up you know, being in those games against each other. So the rivalry, as much as we don't want it to exist, is beginning to exist. I feel like Tigres should start a rivalry with Leon first, you know, before trying <laughs> to skip up to our level because they're still at a Leon level and Leon still has more uh, Ligas than them. And even with the same amount of Ligas as we do, uh, Leon is not at our level. Not even, like, nationally let alone internationally yeah and then like they've been like consistently always trying to <laughs> it's it's all the media you know like the media is the ones that like they spoon people this bs you know like um, it's, it's that toxic uh nuevo leon media the multimedios, multimedios yeah nuevo leon and I was Farias and that one bitch and you yeah. know all those <laughs> irrelevant dudes that are only relevant when yeah, like, uh, like, um, Cruz Azul beat them in the 78 or 79 80 tournament. They beat them in the final, so they've already lost the final to Cruz Azul. The Tigres went 29 years without a championship, and it was irrelevant, you know, like, it's it was irrelevant for them, like, nobody bashed them, like, how they're bashing Cruz Azul, you know, Cruz Azul could be. 50 
and they still be bashing him, you know? Tigres could be a hundred. It's like Atlas, you know, like nobody cares if Atlas was a is champion or not. Nobody cared at the time when Tigres like Tigres was Cruz Azul because they used to sign all these stupid ass players. Like until Guignac and Nawed, like their team was like they were whatever, you know. Nah, you know what? I beg to differ because I, I think that I've seen some badass Tigres teams like when they had Gaitan, also when they had uh Mancia, when they had Sobis. Um, but that's but that's recent years though. That's recent years, bro. Like even But like, it's before Guignac. No, but like th- that's like recent though. Like that's cause they had Ferretti at the time. That that's all because oh, okay. of Ferretti, you know? Dude, like 2008, 2009, they were fighting for not to not go down, bro. Like, like come on, like that 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 used to be Tigres's reality, you know. Like people like they just they're quick to forget that Tigres is un equipo más de la liga. Tigres no tiene nada. It's es un equipo de de más. They could have a hundred championships and they'll still be seen as the team that they are, you know, like un equipo chico, un equipo que trata de inventar clásicos, un equipo que paga periodismo. They pay media outlets to talk yeah, good about just, them. To talk good about them. Just like how they paid, uh, what's that one whose name, that one actor? Um, oh, it's the, uh, oh, that, that guy that was on, uh, Snyder, Rob Snyder? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're Snyder, that, that they, asshole. They, what do you mean? They, they don't pay him. They, they yeah, they pay, pay him, bro. Dude, they pay him. Nah. Yeah, his bro. wife is a Tigres fan. You swear, yeah, bro. bro. His wife don't care about soccer. Yeah, dude. Like really? that one that one white ESPN dude that was like, oh, oh deep, deep, yeah. Like, bro, that's not, oh, he, he's not a grassroots fan. Who's that guy? He's not. He's just on. Who's that for? Deep. So, yeah, what what is he? He's he's not Mexican. Yeah, he's Mexican, but like he he's like supposedly like a Cruz Azul fan. But the guy like he just does it for like clout, you know, like he does it for pole, polemicas, you know, like like kind of like what Alvaro Morales used to do. Oh, okay. where like like he would say like he's a Cruz Azul fan, then he jumped ship and went <laughs> to America. So it's just that kind of like. I I feel so, I feel bad for those people that because it just doesn't like, dude. Like I was talking with this uh, about this type of deal with my um, brother-in-law yesterday. I was like, dude, you know how much I would like to not be in love with this team. Like like I wish I could just say, oh hey, that team's badass. I'm gonna just go for them and and win. Like and be happy. Like it doesn't work like that, bro. Like I have a connection to this team that I could never. I can't, I can't, dude. I'm like in love with them. You get me? It's like a infatuation that it's like embedded in me. It's like, how the fuck can you change teams? Like, then you never really loved this team. You get me? You can cheat on a test, cheat on your girl, cheat on the drug test. But you can't cheat on Kusasul. You can't cheat on any t- any 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 Redbone um, fan of any team, dude. They can't. They can't stop loving that team like it just goes against you like how can you do that how how can you you know like i don't know like i can't i can't ever see it happening and i and i i've said it before i'm like bro i wish i could change teams i wish it was that easy to just say okay i'm i'm going for that team hell yeah but <laughs> i can't i dude it's like um 
It's like if Cruz Azul was playing against the greatest team in the world, Barcelona, I would still bet on Cruz Azul. Do you get me? Because I don't give a fuck. Like, I, it's obvious that they're not the best team in the world. To me, they're the best team in the world. Well, we have been Barcelona before, just so you know. I I don't remember that shit, bro. Right, I want to. Okay. Wanna... It was like it was like, like in the seventies. Was... Yeah, like in the seventies. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like three one. We got. We got to start building a future, man. We, I know we're a glorious team and we're a historic team and that's going to, it's going to, it's part of history and we're going to last forever, but we got to start building a future, man. We can't keep living off the past. It's the future is now, man. It's, it's, it's been long enough. We need to, we need to demand it. We need to make a change. We need to make whatever needs to happen. Whoever the fuck is, is owns Cruz Azul, whoever's in charge needs to understand like, Hey man, yes, tu suave. It's time to build a fucking future, dog. Well, now it's a... Yeah, now it's a Davila's job. So, I mean, all the work goes to him now with the, with the team. Like, he's money. pretty much like our... Like, he's not the owner, but he's the one in charge of the team now. So, we'll see how how he does Where's it. Where's Ordiales? Well, Ordiales is like his under. So, Ordiales is in charge of like the... The team. Like the last job. Yeah. And then um, Davila is pretty much like what Billy was, you know, like the money guy and shit. But huh. it's not like his money, you know, like his his role is to bring in money and like have cash flow going, you know. You know what All that right. means? You know what that means? Amistosos in California. Yeah, most likely, which is which is nice. With, 100, with 120 dollar tickets. No, nah, but that was that was because LAFC's. They didn't want any Cruz Azul. Not even, not game. even, not even those, bro. I've seen. I remember other ones were like just as expensive. No, nah, the times, nah. I've, the time, the times I've gone, like I've probably paid like two hundred for like five tickets for like my whole family and shit. Okay, yeah, sure, dude. You know, I do, I do go all out and get the good seats, so that's probably why. Oh, yeah, because you're a baller, dog. Like I get the, I get the forty dollar seats, forty fifty dollar seats. You get me? But like right there at okay. the. At the StubHub or the Home Depot or whatever it's called now, like, dude, like, the view's good everywhere. That's like my, apart like from El Estadio Azul, like, that's like my, my favorite stadium. Yeah, I, I saw the the PSG versus uh, Leicester City there, and um, I think the tickets were expensive. They were like eighty bucks, and they were like up up top they were kind of nosebleeds but it was still like you still got a good ass view you get me yeah like i i've i don't know there's just some stadiums that are built tight um in the estadio azul the only time i went like at first I, I i was surprised how the stadium is like is actually down in the ground it's not like yeah. up above yeah. the street yeah. <laughs> i always thought it was up above the street, you know like <laughs> and i went there i was like what the fuck this shit's a hole <laughs> yeah you're, you're pretty much looking down huh most yeah exactly are, most stadiums are like that though it's just really more noticeable. it's just more noticeable with grassroots because it's just like a wall and then you go in and you're already on the seats yeah there's no, there's no like uh like when you're walking there's no stairs yeah, no yeah like, exactly like multiple oh, no, stairs I, yeah i get what you mean like even like like yeah like the field is down below like the street level but like there's usually seats up above you get me that's that and like with with the kurasu stadium like it's like you're like at the highest at the at the street level you get me yeah mm-hmm. no nah, but like honestly like 
like now that we're bringing that up like honestly like we're we're trying to plan out something for next week where like we invite some of you guys to get on the on the zoom call and stuff and then like have you guys participate with us you know tell us like a little bit of your stories like why you guys are successful fans like uh if you guys ever went to everyone's school, gonna say their dad no nah, i know I don't, I don't know like personally like myself i will i'll save it for next week i don't want to jump into it <laughs> but uh but yeah it's the, not it's not because of your your family no i just kind of like like i'm an only child and like normally like like my parents like they're they were always working and stuff so like i would just like watch oh, tv you know so like my dad like he would record the games you know but like he never like pushed it on me like he doesn't care like like he's just oh, like, okay. but he likes to watch soccer you know so like i like one day <laughs> like like i was watching like cruz azul pachuca the game when um, chelito took on like the whole team and stuff i was like uh-huh. what the hell? And like at the time, like I was whitewashed, you know, like I was like, ah, like I like basketball and all this BS, <laughs> like the <laughs> Lakers and stuff. <laughs> and then um, because of that, like I fell in love with the game, you know, and I fell in love with Cruz Azul ever since that day. I I actually became a big fan of uh, Argentina, dude. Like when I was a little kid, when around the time that Chelito and then was there, but even before that, because back. Back then, when I was a child, I'm old, you know, older than you guys. And um, there was a, you couldn't watch soccer games if you were at work. You get me? You didn't have phones that did it, nothing. Yeah. yeah. And I was, the, the, the Mundial happened during the summer. It usually does. And um, my dad would be at work. And my dad, like, he got like Argentina Nikiniela, right? You know what a quiniela is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he would always call me. He's like, "Hey, estás mirando el juego? Like, tell me what the score is." He would constantly, he would call me to see the score, <laughs> and we want we wanted Argentina to win, right? So I was like, I didn't know what a quiniela was. I just know that we wanted Argentina to win. You get me? So I was like. I became an Argentina fan, you get me? So then even more when, when like, that, I actually, the first time I ever saw Messi play was in an Argentina game, and he was, like, he came in as a sub, and he was, like, fucking 17 or 18, and I was watching it because of Chelito. Yeah, and I, and I was like, Who the 2006, right? I don't remember exactly, but I was like, damn, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, that dude was fast as fuck. You're like, so should you get this dude? <laughs> For real. Now, I was still more hyped about Chelito than Messi. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> Messi was. Yeah, I would who's, say, who's you Messi know what, dude? I shit you not. If like right now, I had the opportunity to meet Chelito or Messi, I would still choose to meet Chelito, dude. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I'd go the same way. You know, like like to me, like. Like I remember you said like oh like he didn't bring titles and stuff but like honestly like yeah so like dude like the guys and he will like he he marked the generation you know like oh yeah it's like the kids my age like the 20 20 24 year olds to like your age you know like dude like we all lived off his goals we all like, my little my little brother we all, we all cried like when he left you know. Let me tell you this. My little brother is 16 years old. We, on the way to the hospital when my mom was having them, they're twins, it's a girl and a boy, we named them. 
and they didn't know what they let us choose the names. And my little brother's name is Caesar. Oh, nice. Oh, Caesar. Nice. Yeah, dude. Nice. I, I I named him after Chelito, dude. I I got to name my little brother, and it was after Caesar Delgado, dude. Yeah, He's 16 now. Yeah, dude. He doesn't even know shit about it. He doesn't. He doesn't uh, even like soccer. Uh, I know. Brought him up with it, bro. I tried, dude. We, we, me, and my dad are always watching soccer. Maybe that's why he didn't get into it because he saw how pissed me and my dad would be. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm gonna dodge a bullet. <laughs> for real? Do you, you come Chalito just for like the meat, just for like the laughs? Nah, I, I actually always forget that. That's why we named him that. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, like I'll every now and then I, I remember, and like every now and then I'll like I'll be we'll be watching YouTube videos. And I'll be like, hey, dude, this is the guy we named you after. <laughs> he was just, he was just watched like, okay. You're like, who the fuck is that guy? No, uh, but that good. would be dope. Yeah. And like you said, he didn't bring us titles. And I mean, that's true because sometimes I feel a little sour. I feel a little upset, envious how like, you know, like Cardoso, you know, he was a badass player and he capitalized it with titles. You know, Guignac, every, every, you know, there's a bunch of players I can name, and you know, and it just sucks that we had Tito Villa, we had Chelito, we had Chaco, and it's just like, like, let's fight down huevos, or what the, like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? But look, like, like in Chelito's era, like, I'll give you this, you know, like, from 2004, when he played Clausura 2004, they lost to Pumas. Pumas ended up being champion. 2005. They lost to America. They ended up being champions. They lost to Toluca 2005. They ended up being champions. 2006, they lost to Chivas. Chivas became champions. Pachuca 2007, they became champions. <laughs> Atlanta 2007, Atlanta champions, you know? So, I mean, all of them, like, they lost to the, to the champions. You're going to tell me, you know, like, I'm I telling you, like, like, they lost to the champion team, you know? Like, that's... That's the story, you know, like it sucks. 2000, 2020, they lost to the cheapest fucking Pumas that couldn't. Damn, <laughs> dude, Pumas didn't do shit, dude. I was that pissed me off more to watch that game because, dude, they didn't do shit. How does that team score four goals on you, dog? Like, somebody, that's why I was like, dude, heads got a roll. Like, people, that's why people lost. If if Pumas would have came out and fucking dominated and beat Leon or or not even let's say they didn't beat him but at least took it to overtime or some shit at least met, meter las manos we'd have a little a little different sense like oh, okay you know what well, we lost to this team you know like they're, they're pretty strong and uh what do you what do you guys think Carlos Gonzalez you think Carlos Gonzalez is is gonna do good in Tigres or you think like what do you think like is he gonna be like Take over Guignac's spot. I don't even know, bro. I don't give a fuck about the players. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm the same way. To be honest, I don't. I honestly, I never liked him. Even like when he was at Necaxa, I didn't like how he played. So I mean, well, I, I I would I'm bringing that up because he was a strong rumor for Cruz Azul. Do you get me? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have wanted him at Cruz Azul. Honestly, I mean, just just by like the the way he plays, like we we don't center. The guy needs balls. We don't. We're not a crossing team, you know. Like, what's the point of having a yeah, a striker that can header when we don't have that? Look at, look at Santi. Nah, bro. Nah, Santi. Nah. <laughs> nah. I think that our our best our best what I've liked recently 
like what I feel like should be our style or what I feel like should be a constant is the type of plays and goals that we did like like this one with with Romo like the like the ones that we did in the game versus Pumas the 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 away game like that style kind of like you know touch touch boom 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 like not just depending on one player like we got good players and we could and put two three players together to build a badass play and boom put it in the back of the net you know that that should be our style that should be like how Cruz Azul plays you get me like not yeah. not like um it's just like it comes down to the same old shit. We need to see it, and we need to see it in the finals, man. Yeah. Well, right now it's step by step. You know, like we have a we have a team that needs work. Uh, the thing that at least I liked was that when we scored the second goal, Reynoso was like motivating his players. He was like, "I want another one. I want another one," and. Yeah, like you, you spoke. You spoke about it last week, Ivan. That you, you like that mentality that the team never stopped wanting to go for that next goal. So, as long as Cruz Azul has that mentality, like look, like when we lost quarterfinals versus America, we lost, but we we know that our team gave everything they they could in the second. You talk game. about the the one with, the, with Felipe Mora, that team? No, 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 no. Night twenty nineteen. 2019 with Caixinha with Caixinha yeah oh okay when Igor was playing like as a center defensive man yeah yeah no I, I think that with Paco Jemez and we we got back to the Ligia after a long time I think we could I think America just won because they were higher up on the table remember yeah yeah well we didn't score a goal you know and but that, neither that did the they that was I the feel kick, like we were you know? closer yeah no, but I'm saying, like, in terms of attitude and, like, work, like, we lost the first game 3-1, but the second game, like, we did give it our all. And we just didn't score the, the two goals, you know, but, I mean... The thing is, you shouldn't be losing 3-1 to begin with. No, nah, well, I mean, was that the Was that the one that, the one that you're talking about is, um, did America end up champion that time? No, no. No, they lost to Tigres that, that season. Oh, shit. Yeah. Theater, man. No, I know, but yeah. So before, even we... though, I, yeah, go ahead, bro. I, I was I was telling these guys on the other group message that I low key want a Guignac jersey, dude, just because he's uh, gonna be, dude. I'm uh, gonna regret it. Well, uh, ten years from now, I'm gonna be like, dude, there was a badass player in Mexico, and to get a, to get one of his jerseys. In 10 years from now, dog. Like, right now, dude, I'm so upset that I don't have a Ronaldinho jersey in, in, from Querétaro. And I can't fucking find them. And there's some on eBay, but they're, like, thousands of dollars. And I'm like, bro, I should have just got one back then. Like, thousands of dollars. Like, I'm, what, what the hell? Bro, go on eBay. Look for Ronaldinho Querétaro jersey. Bro, just hit up freaking Omar in Mexico and he'll hook you up. Watch. <laughs> bro, I'm trying to... Nah, but I th- unfortunately I think uh, Tigres' current jersey is ugly as shit. Like oh, they had like a dude. nah, they had like a nice jersey like a couple of seasons, like a black one. Um, but I don't know. But I, I still think like. But, but it's like the sponsor big though. That's that's the sponsor though. That's like Adidas. They make ugly jerseys. Like it's just recycled. You know, like it's all the same shit. You know, and they're never gonna Who- their philosophy. Who do you think makes dope jerseys? 
I like uh, Under Armour, honestly. Under Armour is Who? technology, though. Under Armour, but uh, technology-wise, Under Armour. But design-wise, Umbro. Yeah. Nah, the Umbro. dude, I have the 2013 uh, jersey, the one that we lost the final with. That shit is trash, dog. What do you like, mean? The- nah, that's like my favorite jersey. Uh, okay. Oh, nice. Bro, hell. Oh, hold up. I think Ivan's eating his jersey. Yeah, he's gonna go with his jersey. Bro, put some pants on. <laughs> this person that told us that jersey's ugly. Watch, what a nice little shit. It's like one of my my favorite ones. Let's hope he doesn't have like a pirata one. If not, like, we're <laughs> roasting probably... him. In... <laughs> if not, we're gonna roast him in the. Talk about this this one, right, Jess? No, nah, 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 not that nah, one. Nah, not that one. Then which one? Nah, hold up. I actually have it. Hold up. Now I'm gonna go get it. <laughs> Is on. it? It has the little Copa. That's, that's the that's the one we got eliminated against Leon with. This no, this is the one after. Yeah, pretty much. Like the logo's all yeah, that dude. I don't. I never liked that one. This shit is before tr- that one. The one before that one was so nice, though. This, out of this shit, like, down to the tela. Let me see. Isn't it the same one? Oh, no, it's not the same one, huh? Nah, bro. Okay. Dang, and, then, <laughs> and then... The <laughs> so this is the one after or before? No, it's, it's after. This is the one after, huh? Yeah, that's the last so one. So this was the season after. Yeah. But yeah, this shit is ugly, bro. This shit, like, yeah, is trash. That one's, that one's my least favorite, too. Okay, so we were both right in a sense. <laughs> All right, then, so, but uh, yeah, go ahead, bro. I like the I like the I like the Under Armour ones, honestly. Like I prefer them over the Joma ones. I'll tell you that much. I didn't uh, like the Boeing. The Boeing ones were the bad ones, though. I there was a really nice Boeing one that I had. Like it was like a a different colored blue. Like it was the one like after that orange one. It was like a baby blue. Like it was really nice. Like Sky obviously, blue. yeah. Yeah, and but some girl that I was dating took it. Fuck her. What do you mean? You let her take it, like, bro? No, because she is a Cruz Azul fan, dude. That's how we met. And then, like, she she said she didn't have a jersey, so I gave her that one. Hey, give me an Instagram. I never got her bag. I'll hit her up, and then <laughs> when she looks expected, I'll steal it from her. Hey, shout out shout to her, her if you're listening. Shout out to her. I've lo- <laughs> I looked her up on Instagram, and I can't find her, though. Ooh, and she no, she, you, bro. no, she doesn't because I've looked her up on another profile. <laughs> on the analysis profile, or what? <laughs> her, her name's Leslie. Oh, shout out Leslie then. Shout out Leslie. I remember you. <laughs> I remember. The, I remember the good times. Nah, right, but before we, but uh, she has my jersey. Give my jersey back. <laughs> All right, it's okay, bro. It's okay. It's a it's a boring one. Okay. It's not worth it. <laughs> All right. So before we uh, finish this uh, podcast, you know, um, unfortunate news. You know, uh, uh, Morro Garcia passed away or ended up uh, killing himself because of suicide. You know, so um, we just wanted to let you guys know that if you guys are going through depression or uh, uh, deep shit like that, you know, like we're always open for to talk to you guys you know like i mean i have like like personally like myself like i have my own shit going on but i don't mind listening to other people's problems you know and giving you like my my point of view or advice you know like 
there's always people that are here to listen to you guys you know like suicide is not like the path uh unfortunately you know like that's some sad ass shit like being a footballer you think you have everything and then like boom like you're hit with the news so you know just uh our condolences to the to the family and uh you know if you guys ever need like someone to talk to like don't don't hesitate in that and hitting us up you know like we're open forum for you guys uh, yeah honestly ask anyone reach out to professionals to friends to family to us like people care like i know it's like so bad that you think pro- people probably don't care or that you'll annoy them or something but no it's the opposite we people care people want to listen like don't feel like you're running out of options because there's plenty out there i've been through it i've i know it's like uh there's always there's always a tomorrow there's always you know a sunrise there's always something better around the corner you just when you least expect it you know just reach out and someone else to grab on you know get help we're here to help message me message jesse ivan anyone really uh but you know you just know that you're not alone yeah definitely i'm here for anybody um regardless of uh what team you go for uh honestly uh I, I'm a, I love human beings and I think everybody has potential. Even people that have been some of the foulest people in the world could change. And, um, I honestly, more than anything, I would encourage, I, I would encourage, I know everyone's not religious, but God, God personally has helped me through a bunch of stuff through everything that I've ever been through. There's been times in my life where I felt like, what the fuck am I doing alive? I I've never had thoughts of uh suicide but there had been times where you know i I was kind of really like man this life sucks and if you can't find if you can't open up to someone i i would suggest or if your family isn't supportive or if you're if you're ashamed to contact one of us you feel it's random or something i would really encourage you to to look up uh, and read the new testament there's so much power in that book and you know that's that's an option yeah, so um, just in case, like, if you guys are going through, a, like, a, a deep moment, you know, like, if you guys are sad, like, feel free to reach out to Eli, to Ivan, to myself. Uh, on Even on the Cruz Azul analysis, that uh, accounts, like, reach out to us. We're not going to be saying shit. Like, like all our, our thoughts is just, like, for you guys to be safe. Just in case, like, if you guys are, like uh going through problems and you guys feel like we're not the people to help you but there are people that can help you so the suicide number is uh 1-800-273-8255 and um yeah like pretty much just let you guys know that like you guys aren't alone um yeah Uh, before we close Yeah, yeah go ahead bro go ahead go ahead yeah, we care for our listeners and, uh, you know, we do anything uh, for you guys. Yeah, and so um, before we close out, we also want to let you guys know that that giveaway is closing it. It's coming in like we're trying to get at least like 250 by like, what what is it? By like the game versus Leon. Like we, we kind of thought about it. Yeah, that's what we had talked about. Yeah, so like 250 by like the game versus Leon. Uh, 
we already gave you guys a little sneak peek of like what what the shirt's gonna look like so it's just you guys helping us out uh you uh, we want to throw up the what was it like we were gonna do uh two like if you guys are following both accounts it's two entries yeah yeah so something like that we still have, don't got it quite figured out but we'll we'll figure it out yes, sir. we'll let you guys know yes sir all right and then uh before we close out uh predictions what's our results for our next game versus Tigres? we went two to I one i think we yeah we i i recently we've been good against Tigres, so i'd say three one all right I, i'm just gonna go for like i think uh a one zero we get that early goal and then we managed to uh close out Tigres. so i just want to thank you guys for being with me thank you eli no problem. Thank you for having me. I want to thank you, Ivan. And then my pleasure. <laughs> what, what was what was the girl's name? Leslie. Like, give give my boy back his. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, give my fucking jersey back. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, right. yeah, like, uh, what 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 are you guys' stats so people can uh, contact you guys on? At the ill spawn on Twitter. Mine is. At LMD Cruz Azul or Lo Mejor Cruz Azul. And then mine is uh, Beanie Kid 714. Uh, if you guys are trying to play Fortnite, uh, Jesse Kush 45. So if you guys are trying to game on Fortnite too, you know. <laughs> but, uh, Did you say Jesse Kush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, then thank you guys for listening. Uh, Yes, yes, yes.